Everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Off the Perch. Um, I'm, again, not keeping track. 23. 23. <laughs> we are the Michael Jordan of podcasts. Yes, LeBron James of podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Except we're not opening schools. No. 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 No, no we're not doing that. No, we don't have that kind of money. No. We'll pull. I, don't, I, I honestly, I don't even care. You don't care? I don't care. No? Yeah. 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 Money is, is mere... I don't know what money costs. This is Steve. It's Chris. And um, that was an interesting week. Yeah. Yeah, it was. You know. Started off nicely. Started off nicely. Did not go smoothly. No. If for 45 minutes, it was, it was not good. (laughs) It was not, it was the, if if it was just the second half, we would have had an amazing week. Yeah. But unfortunately, soccer is 90 minutes. And the first forty-five were very painful. <sighs> yeah, uh, but let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. No, no, we're going to talk happy thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we opened up our first game at Audi Field with a win. Yes, we did. Just like we closed out our last game at RFK. Yes, and I got to make the same speech that was given to me on my first bus trip to DC, and it worked. <laughs> uh, for those of you who weren't on the bus to DC in 2010 or the bus to DC this past Wednesday, uh, back in 2010, it was the first time we were going down there after Red Bull Arena was open. So there were a lot of new faces. Okay. A lot of people that, you know, hadn't made trips, and a bunch of the old timers were like, fuck this, we're not going back to DC. We haven't won there in years. I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm probably wrong, but. I think the last time we won in DC before that might have been the Eddie Gavin goalie game. <laughs> it so was it was a really really a, yeah, long yeah. time. It, there was probably a win in between there, but still, <laughs> it was a really long time. Um, and we get on the bus, and I remember, you know, I think it was Corey asked, "Who's making their first trip down?" Uh-huh. More than half the bus raised their hand, and he's like, "Welcome." Expect a loss. <laughs> you are never going to see this team win in D.C. Don't expect it. Don't look forward to it. Nothing. Just prepare yourselves. Just prepare yourselves for the worst. Mm-hmm. Because that's what RFK is. And we win the game 2-0. Okay. And we get back on the bus. And he's like, alright, great. You saw a win. A lot of people have never seen that before. You'll never see another one. <laughs> and the following year, we won 4 nothing. Uh, so before the bus trip on Wednesday, I asked the same question, you know, how many people making their first trip? And there are a lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And I gave them the same pep talk. Don't expect to win. <laughs> we never win in D.C. And we won. We won one nothing. Yes, so, yes. 
you know. There we go. It works. Yeah. <laughs> the tradition continues. Yes. But yeah, no, it was it was a a clean one nothing win away from home <laughs> midweek uh, with with a facing a, a game on Saturday. Yeah. Um, we we started the game a little bit late. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> a, a tempest was upon DC. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Noah's Ark floated by picking up a couple raccoons at some point. Oh but... my god, that that. There was a lot of rain. There's a lot of rain. I think the drum is still wet. There's <laughs> just still some pockets of yeah. water in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That drum was just out there, and we like at a certain point, we're like, "Should we bring the drum undercover?" We're just like, "Yeah, yeah, we yeah, should do we that." Should. Um, yeah. So the game started an hour and a half late. Yes, nine thirty kick, mm-hmm. and um, on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. We got home at four in the morning. Yeah, we got home five. Five ten minutes before the team did. Yeah, yes. Yeah. As as we were driving away, that thankfully uh, Danny gave me gave us a ride back to my to the apartment, and I, so we saw people coming out of the garage, and it's like Kamar and all those guys, yeah. and we're just like, "Good job, guys!" Nice. <laughs> it was great. It was wonderful. Yeah. So, um, minute and fifteen seconds into the game, yeah. Luckily, Bradley scores. Didn't have to wear two jerseys for long. No, in that humidity. Uh, luckily for him. Yeah. <laughs> so, so for those of you who didn't watch, which Really, it's been a week, guys. Why are you listening to us and not paying attention to anything else? Um, Bradley scored his 100th MLS goal and took his jersey off to reveal a white jersey with armpit lasers with Wright Phillips 100 on the back. Yes. It was a goal that was a nutmeg through Frederick Briand's legs, and then Ousted just didn't didn't handle it, and he got got the goal. Yeah, that was uh, unexpected. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he celebrated in front of us, had a great time, took that second jersey off, put his jersey back on. Got a on. yellow. Got a yellow, of course. <laughs> I don't know if it was an assist by Kaku. Yeah, of course. assist by Kaku. And then it was your typical, it's wet and rainy yeah. and nothing's going to happen for the next 90 minutes. I mean, we had a lot of chances the first half. We had yeah. like, a, like a, on the stats, we had like 11 chances uh, versus DC's two. Um, in the first half alone, um, it dipped in the second half. Um, but yeah, no, it, we, we came out kind of guns blazing in the first half, but we couldn't convert that second goal. Um, and then for the most part, the game was just touch and go, except for those last 10 minutes of the game where it was kind of dicey. Yeah. It was kind of a nerve wracking final 10 minutes where, where they were, where Rooney came on, uh, I forgot what minute he came on, but he came on, uh... And then you know they kind of they kind of put the pressure on. They came, he came in the fifty seventh minute. So after like nothing really happened for the first fifteen minutes while he was on the field. But then like it kind of kept building and building those last ten minutes where it was just like, all right guys, yeah. just I, hold on. I really wanted us to score a second goal so I could like start singing. Uh, we're the Metro, the Mighty Metro. We're gonna win away. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, it's DC. I'm not singing this with a <laughs> one nothing no. lead. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I think I started it up when Robles had the goal kick with like negative eight yeah. seconds left on the clock. Right, right. Like as soon as we knew. Yeah, we, we knew. It. Like, all right, he's gonna kick the ball off, and they're gonna blow the whistle. Like, yeah, we could sing it now. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was. Uh... Again, it was just those final 10 minutes that were yeah. really, really nerve-wracking. Yeah. <laughs> and and Rudy, for the 30 or so minutes he was on, he didn't really do a lot. No. Like, he had, like, one shot that was kind of a, a close shot and one, like, decent pass to provide a, an assist that we didn't that they didn't get. And then he dove on the ground. And then he dove. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, hey, a win away. Especially yeah. in D.C. opening, uh, not opening the stadium, but their first game against us in their new stadium. Um, which is falling apart. 
which is already falling yeah. apart. Uh, for those of you who don't <laughs> follow along on Twitter, yeah. it was raining and the roof was leaking. The roof was, yes. And the concourse was flooded. Flo- yep. And there was like a river going down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was bad. It was bad for, I mean, it, like. For a brand new stadium. That place is rushed. That place is so rushed. So rushed. It's hilarious. It's. I don't know. Like, they the, they don't, their supporters don't even have somewhere to put their banners. Nope. It, the, the, it's like steep as hell. Yeah. Uh, to get to the top of our section, it, it's a, it's a trek. Um, but. Barbara District Ultras are back. Okay. Good um, for them, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, you don't ever want to see, like, any group get screwed over. But, like, yeah. Larissa said she was having a conversation with a DC fan before the game. She was in line for Papusa. Yeah. And, um... I didn't get one. I had to get one next time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's... They were talking about, like, what was going on. She's like, yeah, you know, we've been keeping tabs, you know, following along. And, and we all just keep saying the same thing to each other. Man, if... If it was any team other than DC, we'd feel really bad right now. But <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, you never want to see like any group get shut out like that unless they deserve it. Right. Um, and they were loud. I mean, yeah. District Ultras was there when we walked into the stadium. Mm-hmm. They were already there sitting in the pouring rain, yeah. drumming and having a great time. And then Barra Brava showed up and they went underneath and did a drum circle. And, <laughs> drum circle, yeah. You know, it's. It, I'm it, not going to say I'm happy for them because I'm not because I'm never happy for anybody on the DC side. Yeah. But these guys have been there since the beginning, and it's like if us moving <laughs> into RBA and they were like ESC doesn't get a section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like these guys have been around as long as we have, so they've they've put up with so much shit at RFK. Yeah. Let them have their their toy, I and guess. then <laughs> and then their first game there, we shit all over them and beat them. Yeah. So yeah. okay, all right. Yeah. As long as they got like they 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 got back into the stadium for them to see that. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm glad their yeah. first game was a loss to yeah. us. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have three stars for this game? Uh, I do. Um, I give my third star to Parker. Okay. That clearance at the end. Yeah. Was amazing. Yes. And and taking down Rooney and watching him cry made me very happy. <laughs> I believe we started fuck him up, Timmy. Fuck him up. Yes, we did. Um, second star, I'm giving it to Robles. Okay. For the clean sheet. Um, you know, he just, he had a typical roadless game, mm. but clean sheet's a clean sheet, so. Yeah, freshly in the road. And uh, first star, Bradley. He gets 100 stars. 100 stars. 100 stars. All the stars. Star shower for Bradley. Yes. Um, mine is, I have, uh, Kaku is my third star. Uh, just thought that he had a good game. Like, providing service. Ultimately, we didn't see more goals because of it, but we, but still, he provided the assist for BWP. Uh, my second star was Parker. Uh, yeah, he didn't, he had a great game. Probably the best player on the field for us that game. Yeah. Um, and yeah, same. Bradley is my first star. Just a hundred goals. I'd like. I was on the verge of tears when it happened. Like I was just like, this is like to be there and see it and like him take off the jersey and like point to us. It was just like that. That. Imagine if he had to wear that jersey the whole game oh and didn't score and like do it again on Saturday. Like, what would he have done if he came off the bench on Saturday? Like, how would he have hidden the jersey? <laughs> so many questions. So many, so many logistical questions. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of hoping he was going to pull off his jersey for a one-on-one oh, jersey yeah, yeah. on Saturday, but uh, no. Every then game. Then you have to keep doing every it. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he starts two, getting suspended for yellow card <laughs> accumulation. It's great. It's great. 
Mark has to tell Mark DeGrom he's like stop yeah, he scores in the playoffs and takes his jersey <laughs> off it's like no don't do that it's 20 what is it 2013 or 15 all over 13, 2015 it's 15 no over. 2014 yes 2014 2014 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh but uh, should it be Robbie Keane and Galaxy for MLS Cup uh, oh man let's not dwell on the past let's no look, let's let's look towards the future yeah let's look at the recent past yeah because that's much better yes uh, the Columbus Crew uh, came to town this past Saturday. Greg Berhalter and his uh, his band of uh, his merry men of his vice, officers. our kryptonite, uh, and uh, they beat us uh, two to three, um, three to two. Uh, but yeah, no that that was um, from the from the go. I mean, let's start from the beginning. Lineups. We played three in the back this game. Our three center backs were Aaron Long, Tim Parker, and Aurelian Collin. <sighs> um, Leda Murillo out on the wings, standard for the rest of the field for the most part. Um, and Greg Berhalter countered that by playing 4-4-2 for the first time this year. He played with two strikers. He had Patrick Mullins and Yassi Zardes as, their, as the two strikers. But here's the thing. Yes. They're the road team. Yes. And they submit their lineup mm-hmm. before we do. Mm-hmm. And we should have seen that mm-hmm. and not done this. Mm. Sorry, continue. I'm I'm trying to like meditate right now, so Yeah, yeah. So game begins. Uh seven minutes in. Uh Mario handles the ball because uh, he thought it went out. Um so they had a free kick. Uh, off from the free kick from the uh, off to the side, um, crossed in. Uh, I think Mullins pat like like taps it to Mensa, who no one is covering, and he just shoots it in goal. Yep. Um, I don't know what was what they were thinking. Like I understand Mensa's a center back, but like mark him, have a player near him to prevent something like that from happening. Um. The, the one thing I'm going to mention, so looking back, that first half was awful. And I like before that, the, our worst half of the season was in Columbus, but this was worse. Um, but it wasn't, looking back at it, it, it was bad, but it, it wasn't as awful as I think, but it's like marginal. Because um, like Long had two really good chances um, off corners, um, but that doesn't change the fact that like after those two chances, uh, Came the the uh, the Colin uh, PS to the like just uh, uh that that play at the twenty fourth minute where um, Harrison Awful passes it to passes it down the field to a Mullins that's making a run Colin decides to just put his hand up instead of making the run uh, and then it's a it's a foot race and Colin's not going to win that foot race and it leads to a goal and at which point. <laughs> Um. Yeah. No, I know we say this every time Colin plays that we don't want to see him on the field anymore. Um, it's now that if like whatever it is that Escobar is not doing or you're not seeing in training, then terminate his loan. Uh, Hassan and Dom, whatever you're not seeing from him in RB two or in training. Like, I, like, what is it that that Colin brings provides uh, on the field that Andam or Fidel don't? 
perhaps they are trying to make the opposing team think that they are playing against Bruce Willis and they will be scared because they will die hard. I don't know. I don't... I, I. Yeah. It took a lot out of me yeah. to not start up please sub Colin on the perch <laughs> because I knew I would get more shit than it was worth. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, like no, it's it's early, it's early, it's fine, and I seriously would rather we play start a game with ten men than put him out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, after the, mo- the, the after, there's there's more. Um, seven minutes later, uh, that there's a corner kick, and it's a the ball glances off Sean Davis's head, um, and it's an old goal on Davis. Uh, and that that basically wraps up the half. Oh, one last thing I wrote down in my notes. Uh, in the 44th minute, Colin had possession in their half of the field and decides to try to run towards the box instead of trying to pass it. Um, I don't know why. Uh, because he did that, Davis and Long then had to run back to prevent m- even more uh, another goal from being scored. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, halftime comes. Uh, like the, the whistle's blown, and you already see Bradley Wright, Phillips, and Kaku warming up. I saw Bradley, like, jump off the bench and run inside before halftime. Yeah, yeah, like, he just, like, Kaku and him just went out and just started warming up. And that, those are the, those are the two subs we saw at the the half. Uh, Davis and Colin off for Kaku and Bradley. Um, And, you know, I don't know, I don't know if you want to say credit to Armis, because Armis is kind of the reason that you're in the situation in the second half or in the game in general um but good on him to just kind of just do it oh yeah colin got a yellow so that also helped in in, in probably decision making yeah um but yeah so then second half starts four minutes in uh it's a a, a goal it's like like that it's just like <laughs> uh yeah Gee, yeah is this what happens when we start our best players yeah royer intercepts the ball passes to bradley he passes it back to royer and then crosses it and it, what we thought was bradley's 101st goal uh it might not be i don't i have to go to look at the stats but it, it was it, it's uh credited as an old goal off mensa uh so he might still be at 100 we're not sure i don't know um but yeah, then there's just like chances, just constant, like like a that that second half is just chances and chances and chances, uh, and then we got a second goal in the um, 69th minute. Uh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, at the same time, so uh, Etienne comes off from a wheel, and let's go into Etienne for a second. What did you, what did you think of Etienne? I'm just tired of him. Tired. I'm tired of him. I just don't think he's our striker depth. No, I don't. I I'm not ready to to say that I'm done with him. I just don't feel that he is our stri- He's a striker. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not done with him. I'm tired. Yeah. Um. I had a conversation with Willie Whitelaw on Sunday at the Jets practice, mm-hmm. and he asked me like who I thought would be like the heir to the throne. Yeah. Bradley's column. Right. And. I said of all the current options, I would give it to Ben Mines, mm. um, even though we haven't seen much of him. You know, they're they're coddling him the same way they did Davis and Adams. Adams, yeah, yeah. As Larissa has pointed out, um, but I compared Derek to Juan Aguadillo. Okay. 
and that I feel that he's going the way of Aguadello, which I've said before. Mm. And um, I just, I don't know. He really is, you know, embracing that messy attitude of playing where, like, he doesn't always show up. Mm. So. I just feel as if, like, when you when Bradley came on, you saw the dynamic shift with the team where Bradley, while also while being our striker, knows how to distribute the ball with the midfield to, to kind of shift the opponent in different ways to open up paths for other players and like to, to, to open up the, the offense for us. Yeah. Etienne didn't really do that in the first half. He just would make runs, players would try to pass it to him and they wouldn't connect and then that's it. Like it's a free kick or whatever. Um Bradley no Bradley has that 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 extra um element to his game where he can get the ball uh and then know what to do with it for, from there. Um yeah, it's just um, he had shots, but it's just I don't know. Yeah. The the goals he had this year were a goal in Colorado and a garbage time goal against NYC. And if there's another one, I I I, I, I wouldn't know right now. Um, I just don't think he's he he, Didn't he score against Orlando. Did he? Oh, that that was that four three game. So maybe yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah. He scored the first goal. Okay, all right. Um, but yeah, so. He's not really consistent scoring threat. I don't, but I don't think he's a scoring threat. I think yeah. he's a winger. Yeah, but he they they played him in pl- in part like in place. They play him like he's a striker, and he thinks he's a striker, but he's not. So, but then don't play him as a striker because he's he's young. He's gonna think like I'm. Gonna, this is my role. And I have to kind of fulfill it. Um, but yeah. So after that, the, you know, we kept getting chances. Um, and th- that's it. We, we we finished. We scored two goals and a bunch of chances, but you know we we lost three two. Um, I think for one thing I noticed throughout the game was that Amir was was tired. Like most of a lot majority of our, our kind of like playthrough was through that side of the field, and Amir just by the end of the game just looked done. He had played in DC and then and then against Columbus, and he just looked tired. Um, with, in, on Columbus's side, this was a game that the game before they they barely eked out a win against Orlando at home with that controversial PK call. But they scored three road goals. They had scored three road goals all season. Like they doubled their road goal, road goal total. Um, I like I want to bring up the like I want to and don't want to bring up the ref at the same time because I feel like the ref was particularly bad, but it doesn't. It's not an excuse for how bad we were in that first half. Um, like there were a bunch of like fouls that he didn't really call like a lot, um, but still, it's just formation and selection in that first half is what led to us being down and 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 mental mistakes. Um, it's also our third game in eight days. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I'm I'm frustrated by. The tactics and and Armis's selection. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm less frustrated about the first half because it wasn't our number one team. It wasn't mm. our chosen formation. formation yeah, it, it, formation and selection were just both wrong. Yeah, and I'm just frustrated with him because, dude, you've literally been handed keys to a Ferrari, mm. and you're trying to be cute. Like you're you're trying to to put your own touch on it. 
Red Bull Global Soccer does not give a shit about your personal touch. You play the system they want you to play with the players they want you to play them, and that's it. Like, I could be head coach. You could be head coach. Any of us could be head coach with the way mm. the system is built. They they give you the tools. You use them correctly. Yeah. He might as well just turn on FIFA and click auto-select and play that lineup. Because, you know, trying to go out there playing three in the back, five in the back, whatever you want to call right. it, and using Cullen, what are you doing? But that's, like, that's the same, but Jesse would make the same selection. Yeah, and and there we thought Armis was gonna you know learn from Jesse's mistakes and his mistakes, and he's if he's gonna be making the same mistakes Jesse made. Yeah, I'm not happy. Right, like I I was not that I was happy when Jesse left, mm-hmm. but I was excited that we wouldn't have the same galaxy brain bullshit mm-hmm. and. I don't see a difference. I'm not ready to say I don't see a difference yet. I just like because he does adapt. Um, I mean, this time, this game, I feel like he had to like like. He yeah, was, he made to... the he made halftime changes that Jesse never would have made. Jesse right. never would have made two changes at halftime. At halftime, yeah. Um, he does adapt, um, but it's just he has to then kind of expound like like integrate that into the full ninety, yeah. um, and then not make these selections like you're playing at home like. Play? Why are you playing? Like, why are you trying to kind of? Greg Berhalter is probably the best coach in MLS. Why are you trying to kind of like play chess with a guy that's that's leaps and bounds in terms of like tactically better than you? Yeah. Just play your best eleven in the formation that that fits us best, yeah. and 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 then worry about it later. Adjust to that as opposed to like already adjusting before the game starts, um, especially at home. Um, one other thing, Laid, um, I wanted to bring up, because I think uh, Laid was okay. Laid yeah. was fine. Uh, yeah. Like, when Colin came off, he was then, like, the quote-unquote worst player on the on the field for us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, no, like, he, he still had moments. Like, he stopped, a, he stopped a, 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 like, a, an almost a goal-scoring opportunity for, for Columbus in the 52nd minute. So, like, he had moments where he was he's good. But, you know, he's, he's kind of a body out there now these days. Um, but, yeah, Colin, I just... I don't never know. Like I, I feel like we can say this. Like like in two. Like whenever we, when we have Houston at the end of the month, when we have like that that midweek game, and we have to worry about rotation. If we see Colin again, it's just like well, like you didn't learn your, your lesson then. You didn't not, You didn't learn anything. Um. So yeah, that was a uh, that was a three two loss to Columbus. Do you, do you have three stars for them? We had players that played well. Do you want, you want me to give? Yeah, you go first. Okay. Uh, my third star was Bradley for, uh, you know, just coming on the field at halftime and just kind of putting his mark on the game. Uh, second star, Tyler, for full 90, was was probably the best player for us on the team. Um, and I, I I say that, well, I give Kaku my first star, but Kaku just Kaku, – without Kaku in the second half, we wouldn't have as many chances as we would have and maybe steal that game. Um, steal, even if it's at home, but we were down 3-0. Um, yeah, what about you? Uh, I had Royer as a third star because yeah. of the goal. Kaku coming on the field and immediately making a difference. Yeah. Second star. Bradley, first star for, you know, coming on the field and pulling it on re Just, you know, yeah. going out there and doing what needs to be done. Right. Uh, what I was looking up was Aurelian Collins' salary. Mm-hmm. 
total base and total compensation are four hundred fifty thousand dollars for the year. Mm. How? 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 Isn't how? that isn't that coming from his Orlando contract? Or we, I think that's from his Orlando gave him that contract. And Aaron Long is making seventy three thousand one hundred twenty five dollars, <sighs> and Tim Parker is making one hundred fifteen thousand nine hundred thirty five. If it's just a matter of just like we can't we can't have the six figure man on the bench like like that's don't we could have another Tim Parker and Aaron Long. <laughs> we could have two of each of them for <laughs> less money than he's getting paid. Yeah, yeah, no, it's so frustrating. So frustrating. Yeah. Somebody asked after the game, like, when was the last time Colin was good? And I said Kansas City. Like, pl- when we played for Kansas City or when, when, when we played Kansas City? No, when he played when for he Kansas When he played for City. Kansas City. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when he was a red card machine. When he was the dirtiest player in MLS outside of Olave. Like, this season, like, his dip has been really bad. Like, last year he had some moments where it wasn't all bad. I mean, he hasn't been good since the injury last year. He hasn't had consistent playing time, but still, yeah, like he is like people a million say, years old. Is that correct? <laughs> he's up there, yeah. Yeah, like people say, like, oh, the reason he's not doing to like when he comes goes out and plays like that, it's just that he doesn't get consistent minutes. Like, no, I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. Like, obviously, you like players have to stay sharp, but like, that's not an ex- that, 32. That's not, but yeah, that's not an ex- like him not getting consistent minutes is not an excuse for him like, like just like bailing on that second goal. Yeah, like s- stuff like that. It's it's not an excuse. Um, yeah, that was Columbus. That was a that was a really fun time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing I was really happy about though is that when we were down three nothing, the the Southward did not kind of give up and, and stop singing. We, well, we, we, kept we, we kept going, which, which I was worried about because yeah. we kind of dipped like a split second. Then like, it like, we just like, yeah. wait, whoa, wait, uh, wait, I'll fully admit that I had nothing left in the tank at halftime. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I just can't go back up there. Like yeah. I was, I was seconds away from tapping you in yeah, and yeah. being like, let's go. Yeah. But I'm like, no, like I gotta. I, I said I was doing it. I gotta get back up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and jumped back up. And I don't. I still don't know how I <laughs> finished it because I was dead. I was so dead at that point. But yeah, no, yeah. no, we sounded good. Hey, we didn't give up. Yeah, they didn't give up. So yeah, this was nice. I mean, it's a, it's a lesson for Armis. I think a lesson for the team. Um, it sucks that we now have this is our second home loss of the, of the year, right? Second home loss. Second home loss. Um, yeah, just learn from it. Like it's it's all you can do with a result like that because the second half was good. It's just that first half was really just just awful. Um, moving more now towards uh, towards the present. Um, not much in the news in terms of transfers and stuff. Uh, the only big. <laughs> "Quote unquote" transfer news is uh, our academy signing Yaya Torre. Yeah, this is only to get Colo Torre later. Gotcha. But yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, not that Yaya Torre. Um, we're, we're signing. Uh, he's a 14-year-old striker, Dantuma Torre. 
Uh, he's from Trenton, New Jersey. Um, he like I looked like I did some research on him. He won the Golden Boot at the Under Sixteen, the Next Generation tournament in in Austria last year. Last uh, last year when he was thirteen. When he was thirteen. Okay, there you go. He's been playing with the under nine under eighteen nineteens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, has he played with the U.S. youth teams? Like I I couldn't find that. I stat. don't know. He's from Ghana, so I don't oh, okay. know if he's in the in the the U.S. program or not. Got it. Um, so yeah, that's the only. Kind of He's good. <laughs> I didn't see the high. I haven't had a chance to watch the highlights. We're, we're... Uh, well, I was I was talking to Willie, and yeah. apparently he'll be back in Austria for that same cup again this year. Okay. Because, um, someone let me know what the rules are for signing young players. We could probably look <laughs> it up. I thought it was fifteen and a half. Yeah. But, uh, let's see. Is this a player you want to sign as soon as he's eligible? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go and watch the highlights because I have not, I haven't had a chance to. But I did like, like look up his like stat, like stats and and what he's played at and stuff like that. Oh yeah, like for a 14, 13, 14 year old playing U eighteen, nineteen players, it's crazy. So Freddie Adu was fourteen when he was drafted by DC. Uh, have the rules changed since then? And somebody signed with Kansas City at fifteen years and eighty nine days. Hmm. Uh, yeah, um, I can't find the rule. <laughs> we gotta we gotta bust out the rule book. Yeah, but I mean, it's great that he's in the academy. Yeah, like this is a kid that you know if he stays if if he's fourteen and he's playing with nineteen year olds. Yeah, like yeah, that's not that far off from from from. I mean, if if, if his development stays the same, it's not that far off from playing with like professional players. Yeah. Um, only other thing that came to mind is we lost um the other Stroud brother. I don't know if it's. I forgot his first name, um, but he signed with West Ham. Um, I forgot the, his first name. He's uh, Ethan Stroud's older brother or younger brother. Mm. I forget. Uh, but he just signed to West Ham. So while he was in the academy, we lost that. Um, people were upset about that, that we don't get anything like in terms of compensation. But it's just like, in my opinion, it's just like other players, other other like kids that see like these players that are coming from our academy and then getting signed to European teams I just think it's just like it's just like a like a free advertisement in, some, yeah. in terms of just like what what potentially could come should you should you join our academy yeah um so apparently the only role that I'm seeing here is that uh they're I don't know this homegrown international I don't know it's weird if they oh no you're you're digging yeah. too deep into the Digging, digging way too deep. Uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, it's it's exciting to see us go out and you know get arguably the best player in the state of New Jersey. Yeah, to sign with our academy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, other news that came out today: another one of our like academy players. Uh, yeah, he's he's leaving. Scandon, Jose Scandon is moving back to Ecuador. Yeah. Um, so. I don't know what can happen there if we sign him or anything. I, I, I don't know. But yeah, he, I don't know how that would work. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, he's going. He's moving back to Ecuador with his family. Um, let's look towards um, the rest of the league. And when I say the rest of the league, just Atlanta and NYC. Because yeah. <laughs> they're the only people we kind of have to worry about right now in terms of our playoff standings. Um, this past week, they uh, NYC beat Orlando... Uh, on Thursday, and then went on to lose to Seattle on Sunday, three uh, one. Thanks, Seattle. Thank you, Seattle, and thank you, MLS scheduling. Yeah. <laughs> a dumb Dame Torrent was just like, I don't understand MLS and its scheduling and all this. It's like, yeah, welcome. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, dude, try playing in Vancouver on a Thursday in Atlanta the following Sunday <laughs> to that... start the season. Oh, that was just, last yeah, year, last CCL year. into yeah, right. MLS. Yeah. Um, also, Atlanta beat um, Montreal 2-1 uh, up in Montreal. Thanks, Montreal. Yeah. Uh, and that was, that, that was it in terms of, like, teams that we have to look out for. Coming up this week, uh, Atlanta plays Toronto, um, which I guess when they, when they scheduled that game... <laughs> back at the start yeah. of this season they're just like oh man oh here we go the battle of the goliaths um but yeah no. that was like oh directly after the world cup final it's atlanta against seattle yes yeah, yeah. great good stuff also against toronto <laughs> um also nyc plays uh is hosting vancouver uh but Tavavia can't play. Yes, yes, he cannot <laughs> because he didn't play in the All Star game, which is currently being played right now. Yeah, it's uh, something's happening. Some, it's not goalie wars, so I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't care. I don't. It doesn't. Don't listen, get get back to me when goalie wars is brought yeah. back. I, like I'm <laughs> after seeing that video, it's just like, wait, we had this and we just like. I think that's how they should, how we should figure out who's starting. It should be Robles against Mara in goalie wars before every game, and like Evan Laro just kind of like wanders on the field yeah, and they yeah, throw yeah. the ball out. Just like get out of here, Evan. <laughs> like, oh, her name is Evan. Okay, um, but yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, bring back goalie wars. Um, but now we look now towards you know a game against LAFC on Sunday. Chivas two point Chivas two point uh, Apparently, you can't say that in Bank of California Stadium or else they get very mad. Um, oh yeah, like they. I saw something where like they were taking like they were taking away signs and like t- like different banners stuff like you can't bring banners to say cheat re- like refer to Chivas or Chivas two point or ridiculous. stuff like that. Uh, yeah, they didn't like it. Um, but yeah, LAFC. Um, they are at thirty six points. They're second place in the West. Uh, they're uh, ten wins, six draws, five losses, um, and they're fifth in the Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, they goal differential. Yep, they have scored forty four goals. Um, for an expansion team, they're they're doing pretty good for their first year. Greatest expansion team ever. Uh, let's see, <laughs> let's see, let's see if they can steal that mantle from uh, Chicago. From Chicago. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, last game was a two two draw against the Galaxy. <laughs> a come from behind draw, uh, which was pretty entertaining to see. And before that was that five one loss to uh, to Minnesota, mm-hmm. which we mentioned last week, but I wanted to mention again. Um, LA is LAFC is a pretty interesting team in that they they have good players. Like they have offensive weapons, Carlos Vila, Vela, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, uh, Diamande, uh, Diego Rossi, Latif Blessing, who you know showed, uh, killed us a couple times last year for with uh, with Kansas City. Um, but once you look past the offense, their defense is pretty weak. Um, they have Lawrence Simont back there. They have a Walker Zimmerman, um, but they just are very weak defensively and. With us at home against a defense like that, I just feel like this is a game that you have to bounce back and mm-hmm. and win. Like mm-hmm. it's just to wash the taste of of that Columbus match out of out of our collective mouths. Just go out there and just play play our game. They they usually f- have a formation four three three. Bob Bradley will have them up for this game. It's it'll be his his kind of homecoming since he coached for Chiva when he coached Chivas USA. 
which was like when was that like, like, 10 years ago yeah but he coached us too so. I mean no I mean like home, oh, like first the, time back since yeah then. first time back since then yeah. I think uh, this this won't be no the US had a friendly when he was still in charge right at RBA maybe I'm in an MLS play oh okay yeah okay. Um, what do you think how do you what do you feel about this game um, on Sunday I mean I was a little scared of them mm-hmm. until I watched the last 15 minutes of their game against the Galaxy. Yeah. And uh, and laughed and laughed and <laughs> laughed. Uh, nah, you know, it's... I think we could win this one 3-1. to one. Yeah. Um, I don't think we could shut them out. No, they have, too, they, they have too many offensive weapons, I think, to, to do that. But they're a team that's got five wins, five losses, and a draw on the road. So, I don't know. I think... They're they're pretty much an all or nothing team on the road. Yeah, yeah. And they're coming to the East Coast. I'm never afraid of a West Coast team coming to the East Coast. Right. So, I think three one. Yeah, uh, <coughs> I agree with you. I they they're not good at, at stopping teams from creating chances. They 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 make a lot of like individual errors, which I think is something that we do take advantage of a lot. Um, and they're just uh, all around defensively, they're pretty poor. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna say three one also. Um, just play our best eleven, uh, and go out there and uh, and win the game because it's just like looking at the, the the players they have. It's nothing that we really have to to kind of. Obviously, they have good offensive players, but our defense will 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 be ready, rested. Uh, the only people that we have to worry about even for a second are like Adams, Mario. Bradley and Long that played in the All Star game. The fuck! They had Aaron Long play sixty two minutes. Oh no! You gotta be kidding me with this. It's ta- it's, it's Martino. Martino's. It's that Mar- Bradley came on for Geo in the sixty second. Okay. Mario came out on the fifty fifth. What the fuck? Why are they playing so long? That's fuck you, Tata. That's kind of stupid. Yeah. That's definitely some gamesmanship, I feel. That's, <laughs> That's some gamesmanship by Tata, which I guess I respect, but not really. Apparently, Bradley's had two chances to score and, like, just missed on both of them. Uh, I'm following the timeline because... You're not watching. Bother. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, let's go to questions. Let me pull those up. Guys, thank you so much for sending us so many questions. A lot of quick questions on Twitter. Uh, we got a couple questions um, by email as well. Again, email address is contacted off the Uh Let's start with a question we got yesterday from uh, Anthony Jufra. He sent us two questions. Uh, question one, <laughs> thoughts on MLS suspending players who skip the All-Star game? He says, in my opinion, the game is a complete joke when it's focused on MLS versus a popular Europe-based team. Uh, how can the league think this helps MLS assembling a bunch of their best to play one team out of Europe? Uh, what are your thoughts on that on that rule? <laughs> um, I think it's it's very telling that you have to force players to play in yeah. your All Star game. Um, Don Garber mentioned like he was mad that that um, I forgot which player it was uh, Zlatan. He was like yeah. mad that like he didn't he's not participating in the most important event of the year. It's just like what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Um, no. Look, if you're gonna have the All Star game in the middle of the year, this is how you do it. You don't hold it on a Wednesday. You hold it on a Saturday. Mm. Everybody gets that weekend off. There are no midweek games before or after. after yeah. You give everybody a full week to just rest and recuperate. Mm. 
And you play East versus West. Yeah. No more of this playing a team that doesn't care from Europe. Yeah. Play East versus West. Don't go the Major League Baseball route where the winner gets, host. gets to host. It's so stupid. <laughs> but you have an East versus West. You have 23 teams right now. Next year, you'll have 24. Great. You split it. 12 and 12. Every team gets two players mm-hmm. that represent them. Yeah. No more of this popularity contest where Atlanta fans stuff the ballot box because they have <laughs> nothing better to do in between, in between eating Waffle House and Chick-fil-A and guzzling down gallons of Coke. <laughs> you vote for who you want to represent your team. You pick two players. You send them there. You'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. You know, you obviously, you know, you'll have more strikers that are selected than goalkeepers or defense right. defenders or anything like that. Right. But you make it on the weekend and you just stop with this cash grab bullshit. Yeah. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody. You think anybody in Italy is watching this going, oh my God, we have to watch this game between Juventus <laughs> and the MLS All-Stars? Have you seen... Brad Kuzan. <laughs> uh, God, I can't even find it. <laughs> the- Albert Ellis? Oh, man, this guy <laughs> is huge. I need to stay up till two in the fucking morning to watch this. <laughs> No, and nobody in the United States is watching this going, oh man, I can't wait to see the backup backup keeper for Juventus play. Yeah. Woo! Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> an alternate oh. an alternate option to your East versus West. What about the, uh, the MLS versus Liga MX idea? I would rank that third. Third. I, I, I think I would rather East versus West. Yeah. And then, like, domestic, a team of domestic players versus a team of international players. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, Oz versus Liga MX. Because yeah. we just lose all the time. Right? <laughs> What's the fun in that? Um, but, no, I think it would be, like, the NHL did that a couple times. Mm-hmm. They had the world, like, U.S. versus yeah, the world. US yeah, U.S. versus the North world. North America versus the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think something like that would be fun to watch you have teams like us and dallas that are investing in their right you know domestic players and then you have teams like atlanta and nyc that are just not. national yeah um it'd be a good bet like good way to see yeah it'd be a good way to see what the talent is. It, it would essentially be the u.s men's national team <laughs> playing immigrants but you know it's fine yeah yeah uh Second question from Anthony. Uh, he says, does Tyler Adams deserve the all-star game spot over uh, Kaku? Uh, I like Tyler, but feel he's best as attacking midfielder towards the end of 2017 and that Jesse Marsh made him a defensive midfielder, which I don't think is his st- uh, strong suit. Um, I do, do I think he deserves it over Kaku? I mean, I don't know. Who's to say? Like, Tyler's had a good season. Kaku's had a great season, too. I mean, it's, if you want to... Based on numbers, Kaku should probably go over Tyler. But it was mm-hmm. it was Martino that picked it, and and honestly, I don't even think it was Martino that picked it. It was probably the league that told him get bring Tyler this, Adams. This very much felt like a put Tyler Adams in the revolving glass case at the front of the diner with all the various cheesecakes. Just like just like, like a hey, look at this Tyler guy. Adams. Somebody buy him. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it did feel like a, like a let's get a, like a spotlight on Tyler Adams kind of thing. Yeah. Um. 
But yeah, uh, and I feel like Tyler is best as an attacking midfielder. I mean, we saw these past few games where he kind of was like playing right midfielder and attacking midfielder. Um, he was good. I mean, I just feel he's just versatile. I, I, it, that it, wherever you put him, he's he's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks for the questions, Anthony. Um, second question from uh, Michael Thompson. He asks, if you could pick one player in MLS for Kaka to embarrass with one of his no-respect nutmegs, who is it and why? Ibra. Ibra? You want to, you want to see nutmeg Ibra? Yeah. Oh, man. Who do I want to see him nutmeg? I'm going to say Villa. Just because how would he nutmeg as a striker? And, oh, no, he's old. I just think it would, you know... Just, just, just to watch that gif over and over and over and over, and over. <laughs> like the Grello and Lampard yep. gif. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Via just because I don't know. I just feel like the league props Via up on a pedestal, and to bring him down a peg with a nutmeg would be wonderful to see. <laughs> um, thanks for the question, Michael. So, uh, next question from Casey Jones. Um, he asks, "Why is it so hard to play a full ninety minutes of soccer under Armas?" I get that it's early in his tenure, but it's unnerving. I get squad rotation, but Armas used the wrong players and lineup to do so. Um, the team has come so far during the season, I'd hate to see them regress more. Um, why is it so hard to play full 90 minutes under Armas? I mean, how many games has he coached so far? Five? Five, six? Yeah, five-ish. Five-ish, okay. Um, I still think he's... No, it's less than that. Is it four then? NYC. NYC. DC, Columbus, Kansas City. It's four? New England. Five. Five. Okay. Yeah. Um, I still think he's trying to figure, just like tinker. I'd rather him tinker now. Like, here's the thing. Um, obviously, saying to want to see him tinker now is, well, we have kind of like, there's still points to, to get out there, uh, especially home points. Um, I think it's just while he does do that, he then does adjust and kind of get back into our ways, and 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 we show that when we when we perform like we did in the second half against Columbus. Um, I, I don't think we're regressing. Like I don't think we're like to say we're, we regress more. We're not regressing. It's kind of more like just like slight bumps in the road. I mean, going down three goals in the first half of a home game is 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 a pretty big bump, but. It's just these kind of like things that Armis is trying to trying to figure out. Which, I mean, hopefully by the end of the year he 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 works it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think it's do you think it's hard that that we see that when they're not seeing a full ninety performance? I, I think you know playing Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. Yeah. You know, it's, or Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. <laughs> um, He's had to, you know, juggle the lineup. It's the summer. It's yeah. hot. It's humid. Um, but no, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's he's playing much of a different style than Jesse was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was go. I would go as far to say that he we kind of did see a full ninety minute performance against DC. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's it, I think it's just him trying to kind of just figure out like he'll look I think given how he reacted towards the loss against NYC and we haven't seen the match David yet after after the Columbus game um he he looks at he looks back and then uh, like 
corrects his mistakes. So I think going forward, he'll look at Columbus and be like, let me not repeat the mistake of just kind of trying to outthink my opponent and then getting getting kind of uh, uh, counter, countered by it. Um, yeah, thanks for the question, KC. Uh, Pat, Vegan Castadilla on Twitter, uh, not a question, more of a statement. He says, ha ha, Audi Field is like the worst stadium in MLS. Uh, I thought RFK was a death trap. Ha 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 ha, what a piece of shit. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Thanks, Pat. Uh, Monica on Twitter asks, <laughs> why did MLS do this to me? How do I make it stop? She got... For, yeah, for some reason, the MLS account is apparently now just, like, tweeting, like, like automated, like, tweets to people. Like, it's like cat facts. Like, I, I think it's to anybody who did the, vote. I submitted my vote yeah. for captain. Yeah. Suckers. <laughs> You know, of your social security number. Just unsubscribe from Cat Facts or from MLS Facts. Yeah, try turning it off and back on again. Yeah, yeah, do that. Um, One Buck Brad asks, despite the disappointment at home versus Columbus, do you believe that this could be the year? Mm, yeah, I mean, I, oh no, what's the, what's this? What are these ticks? <laughs> I don't know, man. I never believe anything. Until it happens? I, I, I'm optimistic. I think I, I think I, I was going to every year thinking it could be the year so, until it until it's not the year. Like that's how I that's my outlook. I don't know. I think if if we could make it to MLS Cup, if we could make it out of the Eastern Conference playoffs, mm-hmm. nobody that scares me. Yeah, no one in the West. It's no. it's just we need to get the number two seed so we're not playing a stupid play in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's exactly what I. Don't. And we need to worry about you know having to play up at Yankee Stadium. Or going yeah. back to Atlanta, yeah, you know, it's like you either Colorado, take the turf of it. Colorado, Columbus has our number. Yeah. Like one, two, and four right now all have like these these kind of like major cons. It's like Atlanta just offensive firepower, and then the away leg is just playing at Mercedes Benz and that turf. Yankee Stadium is just—I mean, NYC is just the Yankee Stadium, uh, and then Columbus is just Greg Berhalter and his his knack for playing against us. Yeah, I don't think I could go back to Columbus for another playoff. No, you don't want to go. I no, I really don't think I can. Uh, man, uh, but yeah, no, I still think I, I think uh, yeah, I think we can win. I think we can win it all. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. Uh, let's go to some email questions, and then we'll we'll cap it off with a question from Lens. Uh, uh, Anhel from uh, Anhel asks us a question saying, uh, hello again, Stephen Chris. Uh, I sent this question to Scene Red, but they never responded to it. I wonder if your reputable feed would be willing to engage it. Would, with Chris Armis taking over for head coach and our team being known for its emphasis on homegrown players, are there any future potential Miazga Adams in the academy? We mentioned a couple before. Uh, also off topic question, do you, either of you have a favorite scar from the ESC that you are fond of? I've seen many different designs of old scars in the supporter section, and I thought it would be interesting if, if a raffle was made to give out one to three ra- retro scarves. Uh, anyways, keep doing what you guys are doing. Angel. Angel, thanks for the question. What do you think? I'm going to go from the back forward. Uh, yeah. Favorite scarf is probably the first, last, forever scarf. Which one is that? What year? It's probably before my time. I think like 2012-ish. Yeah, it was like first, last, forever. And then in Spanish, um, primero, último, siempre. Yeah, yeah. Um, either that one or the uh, ESC makes the league takes of this year's. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna pat myself on the back for that one. <laughs> um, unfortunately, nope. like up until a couple years ago, ESC just doesn't have extra scarves laying around. Yeah, we have the last few years, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, they just 
people buy them. And yeah, that's it. yeah, like, they, they just hoard them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, my I have my first ESC scarf was the twenty uh, fifth anniversary one, so the ES, the twenty year strong one. So that was my first one. My favorite one is the um, the one with the city skyline. I like that we have now that like the like the New York City skyline and then like the Trent and the Trenton Bridge. Like we have one for for both New York and New Jersey. Yeah. And and to the New York members that like got upset about that, guys, you had one there, like we two years have before. never had a Jersey scarf before, and <laughs> this is the first time in twenty three scarves that we had a Jersey <laughs> scarf. Like, stop! Yeah, stop! Come Just on, stop! <laughs> this is coming from a guy from Queens. Yeah, just stop. Just come on. <sighs> Be nice. Have nice things. Yeah. Um, do you think uh, if he wanted to know? Um, do you see any any future potential Miyazaki or Adams is in, in the Academy or in RB two? I mean, I, you'll you'll say Caceres, but he's yeah, not really in the Academy. He's not the Academy. Yeah. Um, no, I you know, I don't know. I don't pay enough attention to the Academy. I like will sign a player and then yeah. I start paying attention. Right. Right pretty much it um no i mean hey maybe this this yaya torre jr kid (laughs) um can uh you know do something nice do something good yeah yeah i hope he would take a couple years of him like uh like davies and then sell him to bayern munich (laughs) for 23 million dollars yeah yeah I mean, yeah, that's what that's that's basically what I like for the players that we develop. Like, I want them to just at least spend a few years with us before we sell them sell them off to another team. And I just want them to win a cup with us. Yeah, just one, one. Just one cup, just one. Yeah, just one. Um, but yeah, so that the first one that comes to mind because I, I again I don't do much research into the academy. Escondon uh, was the only other one that I was thinking of, but now we don't know. He's up in the air. Um, and then RB two is just players like like Mines Moreno who came from the academy, uh, Tanari. Um, and Dom, They're like play, players like that, that that uh, um, we'll see in the, maybe next season or the season after that, they kind of get more solidified role. What about that? What was his name? Martinez. Uh, let's see if I could find him in the academy. Yeah. Mm. Let's see. Da, 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 da. This is the song to replace the dead air. <laughs> uh, who are you talking about? I thought there was a kid that we we brought up. Yep, Douglas Martinez. Where is he? Is he still in the academy? I don't know if he is. I know he's been with Red Bull too. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, no, he's not with us anymore. Oh, okay. or, no, 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 he's not. Okay, that's the thing, about, and that's one thing I'd bring up now, just because we're on the topic. Like, um, I forgot to mention it before with the academy players that then go on to like Europe and stuff like that. Like, um, players that that decide to do that, you never know what their future in Europe entails, unfortunately, because you see like stories like Kyle Duncan, where where he decided to go to give. Europe a try didn't work out and then came back to us um, yeah. like with with experience under his belt and still knowledge of our system um, who I think in the future is going to be pretty integral once next season when Amir is probably gone and stuff like that yeah. Um, so yeah there's there's that oh it's a it's it's looking at both sides of the coin where yes you lose a player to, to, to European side but then you know 
there's always the chance that it doesn't work out for him in Europe and he comes back and then tries to integrate himself with, with, with us in, in, in New York. Um, this question from our friend, uh, Javon Jojo Johnson. His, Hi, Jojo. Hey, Jojo. I love you, Jojo. <laughs> uh, his subject line is Robles and, att- and Attendance. Let's let's get into it. It's it's the part of attendance that I that I that I want to get into because anything else is, is no. Uh, Jojo asks, "What are your thoughts on Robles's uh, Robles and, and his inop- on, excuse me inopportune comments on attendance? Uh, I feel like he should shut his mouth and worry about the team's performance on the pitch. Uh, his constant bitching about attendance is a slap in the face to those of us who not only attend every home bat- match but attend the majority of the away matches as well." Uh, attendance in the stands doesn't win you cups. Your performance on the pitch does. Uh, with him being one of the key components of a five-year run of heartbreak, uh, maybe he should learn when to speak and when to just play. Thoughts? <laughs> Agreed. Yes. Um, no, I... So, I had this really interesting conversation. It was me, Larissa, Fishkin, and uh, Livewire. Mm-hmm. On the bus, we were talking about attendance. Mm-hmm. Um, and Fishkin, Larissa, and I all had different viewpoints of why we're tired of hearing about attendance yeah uh we have avoided talking about it on the show because it's just not worth our time shut up yeah it's just, um and no. i'm not telling you to shut up judge i'm really not um <laughs> I'll, I'm, I'm gonna explain um the like when someone like robles bitches about attendance yeah when they complain about people not showing up and all this other stuff and or, we and fans need to be better yeah fans need to be better at bringing people to the arena yes. that that's one thing he harps on a lot one it is not my job to bring people in. Yeah. I don't get a commission yeah. from selling them a ticket. I'm not on the, the team payroll. I'm not on the marketing Yeah, team. this is not multi-level marketing. This, this is not... Oh, shit. What? So, sorry. <laughs> I'm following. They're in a penalty shootout. And Juventus was up 4-3. And Bradley hit the post. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, Bradley. Yeah. All right. Um, anyway, sorry. Back. <laughs> um, so, I don't get a commission from this. Yeah. But when when someone like Robles is making this comment, mm-hmm. who's reading it? Are the people that don't go to games reading it? No. Or are the people that show up week in and week out to yeah. watch us give up three goals in the first, what, 30 minutes <sighs> to Columbus at home? You know, it's... It's so frustrating yeah. having to to listen to this. We are not responsible for filling the stadium. Yeah. No other sport, no other league in the world are the fans held responsible or do the fans give a shit. <laughs> you people need to stop caring about this. Yeah. The people that care about this, somebody said it on Twitter, it's a bunch of people who want the league, more people to show up so they could look cool to their friends that they're going to a game that's sold out every week, not with 10,000 empty seats. Nobody cares. Nobody's taking pictures at Yankee games going, oh, when's baseball going to make it in New York? Nobody's doing this for the NFL. Nobody's doing this for the NHL, Premier League, La Liga. We are still like the fifth best attended league in the world. Mm -hmm. We have better attendance than Serie A. You don't see anybody waving their arms in Italy talking Mm -hmm. about, you know, attendance being shit. I watched a a Roma-Lazio game. 
the Rome Derby. Yeah. More than half the stadium's empty. Yeah. Nobody cared. Yeah. It wasn't on ESPN. There weren't 47 articles written about it. <laughs> Nobody bippity-boppity-booed. It didn't matter. You guys need to stop caring. If you're showing up for the game, that's all you can do. You yeah. are not responsible to bring anybody else in. Yeah. You don't get a trophy for having the most fans. Ask mm. Seattle. They had to win Open Cups and MLS Cups and Supporter Shields in order to fill the trophy cabinet. They didn't get a perfect attendance award every year. Atlanta will figure that out very, very soon. Mm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. The, this is the... Like, attendance for me, I, as long as I'm there, I don't give a shit. Yeah. The one time where it's, where it's a topic... That like when Robles mentions it, where it's just like, it's not, it's not on me. It's not on my friends. Like it's not on supporters clubs or people that go to the game week in and week out. It's not on us. It's just not part of our deal. It's like, we're there to sing and be loud and to cheer you guys on while we're there week in and week out. Uh, like, listen, you get the team did marketing like during the World Cup. They had commercials on TV. They had ads in the paths, uh, in the subway, the path, this, that, and the other. Uh, attendance hasn't changed since then. L- like, okay, who gives a shit? Like, just go to the games, cheer the team on, and then go home. And then, like, we're like, that's all you have to worry about in the long. Like, I, it, like people. Like, people will worry about, like, oh, no, our tennis is going to go down and we're going to lose our team. We're not going to fucking lose our team. team. And and not for nothing, but the same people that are complaining that nobody shows up to the game complain ten times more when we have a sellout and I had to wait half an hour to get a beer. Do you know how long it took to get out of the parking lot or to get on the PATH train? You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't demand that the stadium be a sellout and then complain when it's a sellout. Yeah. Like, and and just my final point on this is the team uses supporters as their marketing. Mm-hmm. In all of their ad campaigns, they, they put us in there. Look at how cool we are. We're amazing. And at the same time, they yell at us for doing the exact same things they're glorifying right. on TV. Yeah. We are not your your ad firm. We're not your mad men. <laughs> I don't get a commission when done. my picture is in the the brochure for renewing your your red member yeah, stock. Yeah. I think it's only because they accidentally deleted the picture of Corliss, so they had to throw something else in there. But I don't get paid for that. I don't get anything from that. And they really, if if they're not going to treat supporters the way that we should be treated Mm. they shouldn't be using us as their marketing campaign yeah like same same as before you can't have your cake and eat it too Mm. and i'm just really fed up with with the bullshit and and being used and then at the same time when when they're using that and it's not working it's somehow my fault yeah. It's the club's fault. It's the supporter's fault. It's the fans' fault. No. Yeah. No. 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 Like, I just... I, that's one topic where I wish Robles would just, like, not talk about. Like, just yeah. stop. Like, like, I'm I'm not of the mind of shut up and stick to sports. Yeah. But, dude, shut the fuck up and stick to sports. Yeah. Like... Like, when, when it comes to attendance, just don't. You know, for, for a, a group of players that really don't give a shit about the fans... They really care about attendance. Mm. Like, we had that one game against City where they came over and shook our hands. Mm. Everybody in the first row got their hand. uh, Mm. If you extended your hands, somebody would give you a high five. Other than that, 
they link arms and, and throw their arms up. But how many road games do we go on where half the team forgets that we're even there? Mm. You know, they don't they don't care. They don't care about us. So, you know, why should we why should more people come out to not be cared about? Mm. Thanks, Jojo, for the question. Yeah, got me all <laughs> riled up. Uh, let's let's finish off with a uh, with a light question, a funny question. Uh, Lens on Twitter asked, <laughs> "If you guys were anime characters, who do you think you'd be, and why?" Do you want Do you want to start? Um, is SpongeBob anime? Oh, no. I, I'm not. I'm not SpongeBob. I'm just asking. No, SpongeBob is not yeah. anime. Uh. Uh, so I went back and forth on this. I took a quiz and it gave me Goku, but then Chris took, also took the same quiz yes. and also got Goku. Um, so I'm going to say Ash Ketchum. Okay. Because I'm always traveling. Yes. And I never get to win. Are you also always 12 years old? Like you've been 12 years old for the past 20 years? Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. This is why I go on rants and, and my Twitter feed is kind of crazy sometimes. <laughs> uh, my If I was an anime character, I would be... Uh, Kakashi from Naruto because he's quiet but can also fuck things up. I don't know. I, from what I remember of him, he was like the t- like the like the mentor of like their team, and he had like a cool eye thing, and he had a thing that covered his mouth. So yeah, I'd be Kakashi. Can I be? Can I be Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney? That's a video game. That's, oh, did, is there? No, there's no. Phoenix no, it's Wright. just a video game. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, wait, did they make an anime Phoenix Wright? No, I, I just watched press. Uh, <laughs> what did you uh, press buttons and talk? Play that game a lot. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Len, for the uh, for the final question. I miss you, B Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, wherever B Man is, should, should we? I, I don't have any no. Nick Cage facts. No. No. Um, yeah, but again, thanks a lot for the question, guys. And uh, that does it. That does it for us. Uh, so we both say 3-1 against LA. Yeah. yeah. And stop giving a shit about attendance. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not worth it. It's not worth it, guys. It's just... Just come to the games, cheer, sing, and and, and just carry on with your lives. Because yeah. um, at the end of the day, you're there. Like, it's, it's like you're there because you want to be there. Don't worry about like why other people aren't there it's not it's at the end of the day it's not don't don't it's not worth the time yep. uh yeah uh see you guys uh see you guys next week see you bye sense is a little whack and my friends are just as creepy as me i didn't go to boarding schools preppy girls never looked at me why should they i ain't nobody got nothing in my pocket Spaces in between I wanna live a life
cane Take my picture by the pool Cause I'm the next big thing in Beverly Hills 